0: This is Rachel Lappin, Project Manager for Calderdale Cultural Destinations. Welcome to Day 11 of Analyster's Birthday Diary Entries, read aloud by some of our friends with connections to Anne, from Halifax and all around the world. And so now, I am thrilled to hand you over to our 22nd and penultimate reader, reading the diary entry for 1839, and so... Over to this is Diane Halford, co founder of In Search of Anne Walker and finder of Anne Walker's Diary, reading Anne Lister's birthday diary entry for 1839 to remember Anne on what would have been her 230th birthday. Happy birthday, Anne! Wednesday, the 3rd of April, 1839. Letter this morning, but far from right. Gave Anne a salts who has had no motion since her physic on Saturday. Very cold, white, frosty, windy morning, Fahrenheit 34.5 inside and 31.5 outside at 9am, and breakfast and sat talking. Out between 10 and 11 to Robert Mann at the Scale Road down Charles Haworth's Field. He and Joseph going to their maternal uncle's funeral this afternoon, then at Listerwick. The low moor men, bodding at the drum, won't do at all well yet, home about 115 A little while with John Booth in the brew house, the pig killed yesterday, and then with Anne. She had only had one motion, Anne had a basin of mutton broth. Had Booth about two backwards and forwards with him, out with Anne, walked in front of the house 35 minutes, she seemed rather better for it. Then had Holt at three and a half the minutes, the drum won't do at all, to write and tell the engineer, so by the men this afternoon and to see Mr Hind this evening. Up and down with Booth. And wrote as follows to mariana Shipton hall wednesday third of april 1839 my dearest mary your letter is in my desk i dare not turn to it to see nor dare i think how long it is since i received it it is grievously on my heart and conscience that i have not written to you long ago i have thought of intended even sat down for the purpose of writing several times some spell not idleness nor carelessness has prevented me you have thought if you have thought about it at all, perhaps a thousand injures. I am resolved to make no excuses. But Mary, this is my birthday. What say you? Is forgiveness easier on this day that you have hailed so often? Write and tell me so. You promised to come and see us. At all rates, you will keep your promise. I have been in a whirl of polteration ever since our return, but surely the end will be some time. I got up this morning with the intention of writing you a few lines. I have been interrupted till now, nearly post-time, but you will pay postage this once. I write to nobody, I do assure you. I am more than half bothered to death. We are sadly at sixes and sevens, but no more of this. If you come, you can judge for yourself. When all has righted again, we may laugh over steam engines, water bursts, etc., etc., etc. God bless you, my dearest Mary. Always very affectionately yours. A.L. Began the above letter about four, and short it is written it, by bit and bit, till seven. Dinner at seven-twenty, and read French, wrote all but the first two and a half lines, had copied my letter just before sending it, sent off at seven and a quarter, my letter to Mrs Lawton, Lawton Hall, Lawton, Cheshire. Note tonight from Mr Parker saying he had stopped Mr Day till further orders, i.e. stopped him from beginning to plot out the Northgate ground for building, well enough to have stopped him till I know what he will charge. Anne sat in the room all this afternoon, only tolerable. Edward Waddington and two lads here today. In the morning, bodding, trifling over one thing or other for Booth, not here till about 2pm, then sent Edward to chisel off the stone cornice of the north entrance door, and Robert Norton, joiner and Booth fixed the oak post under the great king post, cut off in the great Uncle Parson's time to put in the present stone doorway, this one to the north end and the other to the south. Robert and Joseph, the joiners, began this afternoon boring the king post of the south-east or little breakfast room gable against the south entrance door. This king post, having given way a little this winter, before the great wind of 7th of January, and which we laid bare yesterday. The wood, sufficiently good to hold inch bolts, told Booth to order them the first thing tomorrow morning at Wards. This job to be done in the passage flagged by Mr Harper Companies. Robert Joyner Jr. Busy oak coving at the top of my library passage armoire. The wood stoothing finished by putting up ready for plastering on Saturday and the floor laid on Monday. Michael the Joyner at the gallery passage taken off the north chamber into the red room. He's been at these 10 days or more and Robert Jr. helped him with the framing at first. Wrote by tonight's bag to John Harper Esquire St Leonard's Place. York, to ask him to come at whatever earliest time may suit his convenience, and to hurry the people to send the glass for the tower windows, and thanking him for his two exceedingly beautiful coloured drawings of an Egyptian temple and the Pandrosium at Athens, and for the lithographs, particularly those descriptive of buildings which add so largely to his professional reputation. Coffee at nine and three quarters, before and after till now, 10.25, wrote to so far of today. Very cold, wild, windy, occasionally frozen, snow, showery day. Read aloud a few pages to page 45, volume 1, quarto, Mitford's Greece. And came upstairs at 11.10, at which hour, Fahrenheit 35 degrees inside and 31.5 degrees outside.